so your customer won't sign your agreement. Is that freaking you out? It should. Let's talk about what you need to do right now. Listen up. Hey, it's Brad Gross coming at you with another Technology Bradcast. If you're a service provider and you want to learn some things, give me a few minutes. You're going to learn a lot. All right, thanks for joining us for this episode of the Technology Bradcast. So, you have an agreement. It's fantastic. It protects your company. It's clear. It's unambiguous. Maybe I wrote your agreement, which would explain why it's fantastic and unambiguous, but I digress. The problem is that your client or your customer won't sign it. You give it to your customer and he says, we don't do contracts or we never signed one before, so why do we have to sign one now? Maybe your offer of a contract is met with silence, just utter silence. Your customer doesn't reject the contract, but doesn't sign it either. Sound familiar? So, what do you do when your customer doesn't want to sign your agreement? Should you keep providing your service without an agreement? Should you fire the customer? Do you give the customer the agreement and say, listen, this is the deal and you're bound by it regardless of whether you sign it, and then you just assume that it's enforceable? Let's first talk about why this happens. And by the way, it happens all the time. Most MSPs find themselves in exactly this situation because one of three things has happened. Either one, the original deal was done on a handshake or something similar, and years later the MSP realizes that it needs an agreement, or two, the original deal was handled under a contract that sucked, and now the MSP has seen the light and wants a new, better contract, or three, the MSP started providing its services before it gave its customer its contract. And now the MSP wants to get the customer to sign the agreement that it was supposed to sign in the first place. Sound familiar? Yeah, I thought so. I see this all the time. Before I tell you what you should do, I'm going to tell you what you should not do. Here's a list of things that you should not do. You should not assume that a contract applies until it is signed. You should not give a contract to a customer and say, hey, if we don't hear from you, then this agreement applies. You should not assume that your customer has agreed to a contract or that your customer will be bound to a contract unless you have some sort of affirmative acknowledgement from that customer that he or she agreed to be bound by the agreement, by the contract. Under no circumstances should you provide your services without an agreement. Why? I mean, you know, why? why? Why not provide your services to a customer without a contract? What if the customer has been working with you for years and has always paid its bills on time? No, you don't do that. At least you won't do that anymore. No contract, no service. Here's some reality for you. In business, Everyone is friends until they're not. And when they're not, they're really not. And in that case, in that circumstance, when that happens, an agreement is the only thing that stands between an amicable resolution of an issue on the one hand and expensive attorney's fees on the other. One more thing. You should also never assume that ambiguities in your agreement are going to be resolved in your favor. 
So let's take a situation where your statement of work says, we, meaning you, the MSP, we will remediate all malware issues in the managed environment, right? We will remediate all malware issues in the managed environment. Sounds like something you've seen in your statements of work, right? I mean, not if I wrote them, but maybe in yours. Well, what if your customer's environment got locked up by a crypto locker virus? Are you still remediating that environment? Probably not. In fact, definitely not. But your statement of work said you would remediate all malware. See the problem? See the ambiguity? The ambiguity in your statement of work doesn't give you or your customer any direction. And now you have a headache, an expensive headache. And if a court is asked to resolve that issue, which side do you think the court's going to go with? You? The big professional MSP that supplied the customer with a take-it-or-leave-it ambiguous statement of work? Or your customer who thinks or who, who, who says, I'm going to be out of business because I relied on the MSP's ambiguous wording. Don't get caught in that position. Don't leave ambiguous language in your contract. Now, here are some strategies you can try if your customer won't sign your agreement. First, blame it on your attorney. Try this. Tell them that your general counsel was conducting a housekeeping audit of your company's contracts and, and, and your counsel noticed that the customer wasn't operating under the current version or any version of your contracts. Tell them that your general counsel requires the contract to be completed for regulatory and legal compliance. Now, what does that mean? I don't know. But, you know, people hear compliance and regulatory, and very often they will act. So use those words. Another strategy, suspend services. Suspend services after giving plenty of notice that you're going to do so. If there is no formal written agreement in place, then generally you'll be safe giving written notice of suspension of service using the same time frame in which you bill the customer. So, in other words, if you bill the client monthly, then give the client at least a month's notice that you're going to suspend the services. You'll be amazed, amazed at how the specter of suspension motivates people to sign an agreement. If you suspend your services and the customer still doesn't sign the agreement, then terminate. End that relationship. Think about it. Why would a customer not want to sign your, your MSA? Why? Seems to me that your customer is setting you up for something. Maybe your customer doesn't want to be bound to terms. Maybe your customer wants to put limitless risk and responsibility and liability on you. Don't be a victim. Fire a customer who doesn't sign your MSA. That would be the best customer you never had. If your customer already has an agreement in place, then you may want to wait until a natural touch point like a contract renewal time, right, a renewal term, to offer the new agreement to that customer. You could say something like, look, uh, we've enjoyed working with you. We want to take this opportunity to remind you that your contract's up for renewal we look forward to providing you with our top-notch services in the future. And then, right there, say the same thing that you would say if you wanted to blame things on your, on your attorney. Remember? Say something like, your general counsel was conducting a, an audit of your company's contracts, and, and we noticed that, that the uh, customer, that the, the, your customer wasn't operating under the current version of your agreement. 
tell the customer that your attorney requires the agreement for regulatory or legal compliance. You could use the word like harmony among all the agreements that you have. Whatever it takes, just get them to sign it at that point. Listen, virtually all MSPs find themselves in the position of having a bad contract or no contract in place with their customers. Don't let that stop you from doing the right thing and trying to get a solid, unambiguous, just absolutely airtight agreement in place. It can be done. We help clients do it all the time. We can help you too. If you have questions, call us at 954-217-6225 or email us at info at bradleygross.com. We'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Technology Bradcast.